Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life. Hey everyone, it's Shell again. I'm really hoping Jumanji, who is formerly now known as Pageant Dad, because he officially changed his name last time, um, I'm hoping maybe I can use a little persuasion and get him on part of the show, even if it's for a few minutes. Ironically, I can't find my own switchboard phone number, and I'd given it to him, so I'm either going to have to dig through an old message I sent him a week ago or try to see if he can give me my own switchboard number. How ironic is that? I know, right? (laughs) So I thought since, you know, um, I hadn't done the show in a few years and just returned last week for the first time after, you know, a few years pretty much, uh, with the exception of, like, a couple episodes, we did the nice military and veterans tribute, you know, around Independence Day last weekend. Um, so it would be interesting to just kind of take a look back on the last several years I've done the talk show and share any updates I can with like past guests. And of course, any of you that have been past guests or loyal listeners from the past, I'd love for you to call in, share your own updates yourselves. I just got to find the uh, switchboard phone number to share with all of you, of course. <laughs> and, um, or you can call through Skype. You can go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Coffee Talk with Shell. Don't forget Shell spelled, excuse me, C-H-E-L-L-E. And uh, you can call through Skype, through the internet, or if you, like me, just prefer to call by phone, I've got to find that switchboard phone number for y'all. They changed it from, like, when I did the show a while back. I had the old one memorized, but this one I haven't memorized yet, which I really need to do. Man. Oh, you know what? I wonder if I can call myself. (laughs) Let me see. I gotta figure this out real quick. Is there a way? Oh, I'm so out of practice, y'all. There used to be. Let me see. Oh, I think I figured it out. Hey, okay, let's see if this works. I think I found a way to make a phone call. Perfect. I'd almost forgotten how to make a phone call. Oh my goodness, from the switchboard that is. I know how to make a phone call normally, but from the switchboard, it's a little different. So I'm gonna call my own cell phone number and see if the switchboard phone number shows up on caller ID. But we might not tell Jamaji that, so we have an excuse to call him. <laughs> nah, it's all good. Okay, um, place guests in the screening room. Oh, I can't believe I'm calling myself on air. This is cracking me up. Okay, but um, so yeah, while I'm doing that again, just, just playing catch up, and I don't think this is my switchboard number. I think it's a different number. I don't want to read it aloud when I'm not sure if that's the right number. It doesn't look right. <sighs> it looks different. I think they change the number when you call out. So let me play a song and try to call Jumanji and try to find my switchboard phone number for you. But uh, I'm on I'm Coffee Talk WC on Twitter. If you want to go over there and say hi or share any updates, uh, but tons of tons of past guests. I mean, hundreds, literally. Um, did tons of episodes, done tons of interviews in the past, and it's, it's always kind of cool to like take a look back, reflect, and. And then, you know, do updates, see what's going on in their lives now. And I think this would be a good time since I'm still kind of easing back into things, you know, start lining up interviews again and all that. Um, So let me find that switchboard phone number and get back to y'all. And then I can promote on Twitter, all that good stuff. And hopefully we'll get a few of the past guests maybe calling by surprise. If not, maybe I can line them up later segments to, you know, in the upcoming weeks to um, do update interviews. That'd be really cool. Okay. So in the meantime, let me find a song to play as we get the show started tonight. Hmm. 
how about I'm so indecisive right now. This is crazy. Um a lot of good songs. How about <laughs> How about um I have a couple of artists their songs on here that have been on my show. How about Bean, Noel Bean, check her out. Go to beanmusic.com or find Noel Bean on Facebook. This is one of my favorite songs it's called Lois Lane. It's adorable. Enjoy. On the set of scene one, take 23 was the first time you laid your eyes on me. A bus. Baby, don't like when I cuss. Oops, you make me laugh. It's no mystery. Wearing your suit with those tights underneath. You got them fooled, but I know the truth. Your secret's safe with me.
Okay, I'm so happy. I think I found my old switchboard phone number. Hilarious. Oh my goodness. It's so weird how it doesn't just show up on the normal like switchboard screen. Um, so anyway, I think what we'll do is kind of a mix to jazz it up. Like I used to do a lot of um, different segments, like we're solely current events, news story segments. Um, other segments were just like open mic, poetry, comedy, music, you know, variety, open mic night. So I'm going to mix it up a little uh, since I have, you know, loyal listeners and new listeners. Uh, but again, if you've been a loyal listener or a past guest, please feel free to call in, share an update. Oh, yeah, you might want the switchboard number. Or if you just feel like sharing, like, open mic, a poem, a song, you want to call in and sing, that would be awesome because I love that. Um, I know poetry is really popular for, like, spoken word and stuff when I've done open mic nights in the past. But it's been a few years, so I don't know if that's still popular. I'll have to see how people react to that. Um <laughs> Let me see here. What else? What else? Uh, open mic, news stories. Oh, switchboard phone number. Oh, yeah. Okay. Again, forgive me. I'm really easing back in things. I'm so out of routine. It's not even funny, but it kind of is. But anyway, um, oh, dear. I lost the phone number again. Are you serious, Shell? Oh, my goodness. Yes, I'm talking to myself. Okay. So, uh, okay. So, if you want to call in and say hello, just call in and let me know. Say who you are. If you want to do a, you know, say hello. If you want to do a update for your past guest or a listener, update on your life, or share your, what's that called? The Kardashians say on their reality show, the pits and the peaks or whatever. I don't really watch their show lately. I used to watch it all the time, but now I don't care anymore. It's probably for the better. But anyway, um, okay. So, uh, switchboard phone number might help. It is. Let me let me say it a couple of times here. It's three two three six four two one five five six. Again, it's. 323-642-1556. If you want to call in and say hi, share an update, uh, do a poem, music, comedy, what have you, open mic, and or um, share thoughts on current events, news stories, all that, or, or, or I don't know, talk about your favorite recent movie. I've seen like three movies recently. Uh, so off the Cars 3, Wonder Woman, and uh, Spider-Man Homecoming I just saw this weekend. It was like, Have you noticed a trend where a lot of these movies are kind of like too long where they could have cut at least 30 minutes out easily um anyway so i'll share my movie reviews why not so yeah feel free to call in and do that too let's just jazz it up since i'm having to catch up on like missing three years of hosting this let's just do a whole variety and that's my talk show motto in case you're new it's called coffee talk with shell and then the tagline is where there's always variety in life because i never wanted to be limited i always want to be limitless on all the topics i cover and such and trust me it's been limitless <laughs> It's been a really fun journey and always learning new things. Okay. So, again, if you want to call in so I can learn more new things and learn about each of you, that switchboard phone number, once again, 323-642-1556. You can also say hi to me on uh, Twitter, Coffee Talk WC. And let me play one more song as I kind of get in the groove of things here. And, oh, I hadn't even tried to call Jumanji yet. All right. Uh, Let me find a different song. Can't believe I saw these Christmas songs on my switchboard. It's cracking me up. And I have Halloween music too. Oh my goodness me, that is so funny. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, this song is—it's kind of bittersweet, sad, but beautiful, sentimental. It's called "I'm Not Here" by Misty Mayhem. I'll tell you the story about it afterwards.
Again, that was I'm Not Here by Misty Mayhem. So I want to share a couple of things about that song, some thoughts on it. Um, first of all, what made me think of it was after I saw Spider-Man Homecoming on Friday night, um, I noticed this movie poster, and I love Miles Teller. Y'all remember the actor Miles Teller from, like, War Dogs? Well, he's been in many movies, but that's one I remember him most with, um, associated with. I love him. He's such an amazing actor. Um, anyway, so I saw this movie poster, and the title caught my attention. You know, July 4th was recently, and then I thought initially it was just a sign. didn't even realize it was about a movie at first because it was a picture of, like, a guy in military uniform, Army, and said, thank you for your service. And then I looked a little closer, and I noticed it was Miles Teller, and it's an upcoming movie. It doesn't come out to like, October – I think it's October 27th, and I was intrigued. And so I looked it up on, like, IMDb. And it's supposed to um, make me think of my friend Louise, actually, may he rest in peace, uh, that passed away in December, that's the author of Until Tuesday, and uh, commits suicide. And it's, I don't know a whole story yet, but I think it's pretty much sums up um, best where it's like a uh, soldier goes to war, comes back home. It's focused more on his return home, trying to readjust to civilian life, society here, you know, family life all that personal I've been dealing with like PTSD and stuff. And I'm kind of glad they're doing it because I mean, especially 
seeing the, the harsh reality, you know, we talk about it all the time, but it's true. I know Jumanji and I were talking about it just last, last weekend, you know, about, um, you know, about military and, and, and all they have to deal with, not just overseas, but when they come back home too. So I really, really pray and hope that this particular movie has a positive effect and like, you know, in a good way to help others and, and such, especially military and their families, but, but really everyone in general, because it's a cause and effect, like domino effect, you know, where all of us can be there and help each other. So hopefully, um, kind of wait and see, but definitely, definitely going to check it out. And man, I'll tell her, ooh, la la. <laughs> and it's funny because I was reading, um, I read the comments on the, you know, the YouTube video of the movie trailer and they were all extremely nice comments about him and it's funny because a lot of them were saying things like um like when he's acting has a special spark in him Uh, a lot of them were saying nice things like he deserves um which one is it grammys is music i get them confused is it Grammys is tv which one's movies oscars deserves an oscar i don't know anyway so we'll see we'll see but again i hope i hope the movie works out well and all um, so again, if you want to call in and say hello, this phone number, um, <laughs> keep having to look it up. If you want to call in and say hello, or if you've been a past guest or loyal listener, want to call in and catch up, share an update, the phone number, switchboard number, or if you're a new listener and want to call and introduce yourself or what have you, want to discuss current events, news stories, and or participate in open mic night, what have you, I'm game. Uh, phone number, switchboard number, again, 323-642-1556. I know a lot of people prefer to, like, just message me on Twitter or whatever, so that's fine, too, if you want me to just read your messages aloud. But I'd love to hear your beautiful voices, so please call in, cause especially when Jumanji's not co-hosting with me. So, <laughs> And I'm a little nervous still, you know, after three years trying to get back in the groove of things and, and host the show again. But uh, again, as a reminder, that switchboard phone number, no lonely me here calling to say hello, is 323-642-1556. All right. And again, I'm Coffee Talk WC on Twitter. And uh, yeah, one more song. Oh, wait. did I? Oh, I didn't finish my story about I'm Not Here by Mr. Mayhem. I was talking about the movie. And that made me think of the, the song I'm Not Here by Mr. Mayhem because uh, she was my first guest. I found her on YouTube. I know it's so cliche, but I did. I discovered this awesome artist named Misty Mayhem on YouTube one day. I loved her so much. I was like, you've got to be my first guest on this show. So that goes way back, what, 2009? Yeah, I think I started the show February 2009. Um, I didn't do interviews initially and then started doing it. But she was, oh, man, she's still amazing. I love her so much. Uh, she lives in the Carolinas. Oh, I forgot. I think she's in North Carolina. I get it mixed up. I have friends in South Carolina that I went and visited. But I think she's in North Carolina. Um, so check her out. Find her on Facebook. Check out her music. See a live show. She is amazing. She Her mentor actually was Bo Diddley. Like, she hung out with him and everything. It was pretty pretty cool story. If you go back in the archives, you can hear the interview and hear how they actually met. I'll just give you a clue. Neighborhood and a car for sale. <laughs> uh, she may have thought it was a fluke. I think it was fate. But yeah, it was pretty cool. She she got to hang out with him and have him as a mentor and everything. It's pretty awesome. Uh, but this particular song in the in the interview I did, she shares a story because I noticed this video a soldier had posted after they came back from um, overseas, like wartime and all, uh, a few years back, and they'd post all these pictures like from their military days to this particular song. And so she told me the story was that when the the I think it was a female soldier came back home. 
Um, you know, Haley wanted her to open up and she didn't want to talk about it. So she put these pictures together to this particular song I just played. I'm not here by Mr. Mayhem and um, made a video for them and just sent the video to all of them and just said, I don't want to talk about it, but this, this will help you understand a little bit better. So I thought that was pretty cool. Like Misty said, you know, it's was, it was neat to know that her music could somehow help someone. You know, isn't that always the goal? Okay, so um, 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 let me think. Um, hmm. I think I need to play an upbeat song. I'm going to get teased for playing so much music tonight. I can see it coming later, but I don't care. So uh, so call me so I don't <laughs> keep playing music. No, it's all good. Um, play another song. I guess I should, like, get over on Twitter and do the promos and stuff. Maybe people will call in. I don't know. Like Jumanji said, it's been three years. People don't rise them on the air again, I think. Eventually, maybe they'll see it on, um, what's it called, iTunes as a podcast. It's also there. <laughs> Okay, um, let's play an upbeat song. I, I'm actually going to play another Misty Mayhem song so you can see how diverse she is. That was kind of a sad, slow song. This one's a really nice, upbeat song, and it's called Reason to Live. Enjoy. Well, I ain't no millionaire living up high Looking down on the world Slave away so I can make a dime I ain't up in Hollywood Memorizing lines Making money off my makeup
Oh my goodness. I'm going to try to call Jumanji for a minute. Do you, do each of you have like that friend where it's just like, I don't know. I don't know. Like you just call like, Oh, I feel nervous. I'll just call my friend and then everything's fine again. Like you just have those friends, you know, like I, I saw some old college friends this weekend. It's been really nice. And they just kind of like make you feel like everything's okay again. And just put you at ease. You feel like young again. You know what I mean? Cause I am getting older. My goodness. I'll be 43 at the end of this month. Ah! No, it's all good. I say growing old is a privilege. Not that I'm really old. I don't think anyone's really old, honestly, but you know what I mean? It's good to have friends like that. I hope each of you have a good friend like that. Or if you don't, then become a friend of someone yourself like that, you know? Okay, let's try to call Jumanji. I did warn him I might do this, and of course he was like, don't do it, but you know me, I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> so let's, uh, just for funsies, try to call Jumanji. I'm sure he won't answer. I'll be shocked if he answers. He knows I'm hosting, so we're probably going to get voicemails. Let me give him a hard time. Hi, you have reached Jabari Russell. I am not able to come to the phone right now. If you would need to name a number and a short, brief message, I will get back with you as soon as possible. Thank you, and have a blessed day. Hi, Jumanji. You're probably not surprised. This is Shell calling you while I'm on air. And, uh... Of course, I'm asking if you'll call back, even if it's for a few minutes to be on air. I decided to do a catching up episode, so I'm just throwing it out there. If anyone wants to call in, share update on their lives, so it's been a past guest or a listener, and kind of jazz it up. If you want to call in and <laughs> share a song or a poem, do open mic tonight, sing a song. I know you can do uh, Hey Ya by Outcast. You're really good at that. I saw you do that at karaoke years ago, Jabari. I mean, Jumanji. Oops. <laughs> gotta keep with your stage name here Jumanji and in your name name too and um oh and and or if you want to talk about current events um news if you stories, are satisfied with your message press 1 <gasps> to listen to your message press 2 to erase and re-record press 3 to continue recording where you left off press 4 Are you still there? Know. If you are satisfied with your message, <laughs> press 1 up. to listen to your message. Press 2 to erase and re-record. Press 3 to continue recording where you left off. Oh, press 4. I have no idea if we'll get that message or not. I'm terrible at leaving short voicemails, as y'all can tell. So bad, so bad. So anyway, um, what was I going to tell y'all? Oh, I was thinking about news stories. There's been a lot going on. Uh, have you... Oh, nice. Omar Miller. Hi, Omar. I can't wait to see Ballers. He just wrote me back on Twitter. He's my favorite actor. I love him dearly. He's one of my favorite guests. I love all my guests. No offense, but he is one of my favorite guests. I I met and interviewed in person when Super Bowl was in Dallas years ago and have kept in touch. I just love this guy. He is awesome. Definitely check out Omar Miller and uh, check out Ballers. The Rock and Omar and many more on HBO. I think it starts around my birthday, the end of July, actually. Um, It's it's a new season premiere start end of this month. Um, but he just wrote me back. So when he's back in the States, he'll call in. So that'd be awesome. Can't wait. I'll write him back in a minute here. Yeah. I'm just kind of throwing it out there. Cause a lot of people don't know. I am like redoing the show or not redoing, restarting, you know, kind of been on hiatus for a while. Um, and I shared all that the reasons why behind that last show. So I don't want to get into that right now <laughs> again. Uh, 
so, hmm. Oh, news stories. So a couple of news stories, I guess, like I was thinking about today, um, you know, like, I don't know about y'all, how y'all read the news. If it's everyone's different. Cause there's so much social media, like what catches your attention? Is it when you're on Facebook or Twitter or do you go CNN.com or do you turn on the TV? Like, do you actually read a newspaper? <laughs> Other people, you know, see the headlines. For me, I don't know why. I just love YouTube. I, I don't know. It's just I go to YouTube. I see all these videos, trending videos of the day, and it kind of leads me into these news topics. So I was watching um, the trending video today was video footage from the car accident. Was it Venus Williams? I hope I'm saying it right. The tennis player. And uh, the other video I saw, it was very sad, um, was her press conference where one of the reporters asked her about the wreck and she, you know, got very distraught and had to leave. And I just, I just felt bad for all involved. I mean, the, the other vehicle involved, very, very unfortunate. The 78 year old, I think the 78 year old male driver um, had injuries, but after like two weeks passed away, succumbed to the injuries, they said he passed away. And the wife that was in the car is the passenger, um, had injuries and now the family their family is suing Venus Williams you know for the car wreck it's oh it's just so sad um so we'll see uh police do say she drove lawfully according to CNN I was just trying to find the article I was reading earlier about it so so sad um and what scares me when I saw the video I'll be honest with y'all it happened my first car wreck was very similar Oh, man. I mean, it was scary as heck. Very similar. I had, um, uh uh-oh, apparently that website has a video. I was trying to read the article, but the video came up. Um, Trying to remember the details, but, you know, it's a little bit of a blur for me because I I blanked out, literally, like I blacked out in my car wreck um, and came to. So the last thing I remember was my car wreck, my first car wreck. I've had a couple, unfortunately, (laughs) but, um, yeah, I've I've hit someone. Well, technically they hit me, but I was at fault. And the second one, um, a young guy ran a red stop sign and hit me back of my car, and I spun forward. And that was a few years ago, when I was literally three, four houses down from my own house. They say it happens all the time when you're near home. No kidding, because the other wreck, my first one, I wasn't near home, but the other driver was a block from home. She was on her way home, I think, from work. Um, so what happened was there was a lot of construction on the highway that particular night. I had like a three hour night class in college and I was driving home and, um, I just decided to exit the highway because it was construction. It was really backed up. It was just taking me forever. It was just a mess. But what happened was when I, um, exited the highway, you know, like the service road, the first street light that came up was green when I was going forward. And so I kept going and I still to this day do not remember it yellow. I do not remember it red. I believe though, I'm not saying it didn't happen. I just really don't remember. And um, I think the reason why I found out later, my best friend, thank you, Blake, who tried to make me feel better because I felt horrible about my, you know, don't ever want to hurt anyone, a car wreck. They said she wasn't injured, but I don't know. I still worry about that um, to this day. He told me, he looked it up and it, the particular section, intersection where my car wreck happened was in the top, I think, 10 in the whole U.S. of the fastest changing lights. And that it turned out they had tons of wrecks, accidents, like tons every day 
at this particular intersection where I had my bad wreck. So what happened was I I went forward thinking the light was green. Apparently it turned red and I didn't see it turn red. And uh and so I kept going and this girl had the you know green light on the other side that went and so she hit my car and my car spun and I landed on the median and I apparently my head hit the steering wheel and I blacked out and I came to and um the other driver young girl I think she was I was college she was I think she was college also like say I was a senior she was a freshman and uh different schools anyway her driver's side door wouldn't even open Oh, and thank you, Lord, for this very nice guy. This was like back before cell phones were popular. I didn't have a phone on me at the time, but luckily this this very nice guy, a young guy, stopped and had a phone on him and let both her and me call our parents, and I was able to drive home. She was, too. Her mom did come because she was so close, but we both were still able to drive vehicles home, but it was, I just remember being so shaky, so scared, and then it turned out he ended up becoming like our you know witness for the accident. So when I saw the Venus Williams video, I was like, that could have been me. I mean, that was very similar, you know, the way that the light changed and all, oh, cause she was stuck. Uh, from what I understand, her light was green initially and she got stuck in the, the intersection, I guess it was like so crowded, so backed up. And then she went, um, I think, you know, and then when it was, she had to move forward, the other car went, you know, with their had their green light that time. See, it's very similar. Isn't that scary? So scary. And as a matter of fact, I went to the water park today. And on the way out, like, you know, you have a nice relaxing day at the water park. It's like my my favorite, you know, the water is being in the water. I love nature. I love being in the water. Just relax. Oh, well, unfortunately, um, I'm not sure the people were, but I definitely pray for them. And luckily they weren't hurt, but I still feel bad for them. Um, you know, you go to the water park, have a good time. And we were leaving the parking lot, and you know, on our way to the car, and all of a sudden we hear bang, and it turned out this car parked or you know was backing out of the parking lot, hit another car that was about to, you know, I guess they were both leaving at the same time or something. It was just a mess, and they they dented the other car, and oh, it was a mess. And hit a big family with them. They all got out of the car like, oh man. So prayers for all, man. But uh, definitely prayers for. For the family, uh, especially, you know, the driver that died and, and all their family and prayers for Venus Williams as well. I understand that uh, they were saying on the news that she had a lot of trauma in her past, you know, her parents divorced. And then I didn't realize her and her sister, they had an older sister that was murdered. Did y'all know that? Um, another news story that caught my attention, I don't talk about politics a lot on here, but it really, sorry, but it just seems so ironic to me. Um, was about that whole like G20 summit and Trump and Putin talking and then the whole headlines this morning I wake up and it's all over like my phone Facebook Twitter and all that it was all on YouTube of course and it was all about um what was it saying like Trump Trump tweeting <laughs> you know oh, why is he right on Twitter oh, I don't know it's like stick with the POTUS the president Twitter don't do the personal Twitter account because he's just crazy on the Twitter rants but anyway I'm not saying this particular one was a rant, but he does rant a lot on Twitter. Um, I call him rant tweets. But anyway, he supposedly he like, um, what was it? I can't remember exactly what he wrote, but something along the lines that he um, was announcing, I guess, so to speak, that he had talked to Putin about cybersecurity. 
for their elections? I was like, uh, I think we need someone else on you about that. <laughs> I mean, really? It's just like, I'm sorry, y'all, but every freaking day? I mean, oh my goodness. It's just something else every single day. And I just so tired of it. I just don't understand. Ugh. <sighs> That's how I feel about that. All right. Um, happier thoughts. Happier thoughts. Oh, movies. Okay, so Cars 3, I really liked I thought it was really cute. I like how they refer to old school the term because that's kind of been my like new little catchphrase lately. I like how <laughs> I like how they say old school part of the movie. It was kind of a bittersweet movie because I am getting older, like they're getting older in the movie, but I, I really liked it and I love Christella. Oh my gosh, she is a great comedian and actress. I love her so much. If you haven't seen her stand up, I think and hope it's still on Netflix. It is so good story of her mom dying i know that sounds so sad but it's hilarious <laughs> and um i know as a comedian myself tragedy you know from tragedy comes comedy it's like our coping mechanism so um i think it's great that she she didn't act about it i think it's awesome and um cars three wonder woman i really really liked uh some people think it was like captain america but i really liked wonder woman i it, i think it could have been shorter cars three also 30 minutes at least could have been cut easily, but I thought it was a beautiful movie. And the biggest reason I like Wonder Woman, not just because I've waited forever for it, like a lot of us and Wonder Woman, I loved always growing up, you know, but also because, um, I'm so tired of sequels. I mean, oh, <laughs> I mean, hmm. yeah, I saw Spider-Man Homecoming and Cars 3 and, the, and Cars 3, of course, is a sequel and Spider-Man Homecoming. I know it's, kind of like a I don't know if it's exactly a sequel but it's still kind of you know it's in that series and the Wonder Woman to me was just so refreshing of course I know there's been other Wonder Woman shows and stuff in the past but this movie I mean I don't know what took so long but they finally got together and it it turned out amazing I love the actress well, how do you say her name Gal Gadot I love her she was in the she used to be in the Israel army that is B-A-D-A-S-S I gotta say I don't really say that cuss word but Oh, I love her. She was perfect for Wonder Woman. Oh, my gosh. Did y'all see, like, I watched the video behind the scenes about her diet and workout. It's pretty cool. Speaking of food, um, I tried Panera Bread for the first time, and it was delicious. Mm -mm -mm. They have such good salads. Now I need to go back and have breakfast and coffee. Has anyone been to Panera Bread? Call in and let me know what your thoughts are. <laughs> I'm talking to myself. Oh, my goodness me. Well, I am hosting a talk show, so I guess it's not too bad. Okay, well, um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. Again, my switchboard phone number, it is... Um, <laughs> I keep losing the switchboard phone number. Isn't that terrible? Oh, here it is. It's 323-642-1556. Again, 323-642-1556. Call in. If you've been a past guest or loyal listener and you want to share an update, or if you're a new listener or loyal listener and you want to share thoughts on any current events, news stories, and or share an open mic night, like sing a song, read a poem, tell a joke, what have you. I'd love to talk to you. Call in so I can hear your beautiful voices. Uh, once again, on that note, that phone number, switchboard number here again, 323-642-1556. Or if you're a bit shy, then just go to Twitter and find me, Coffee Talk WC. In the meantime, I'm going to give my voice a little rest, and 
and play another song. This is a song by a different past guest. I call him Beautifully Handsome, but y'all probably know him as Brandon Hilton. Shout out to him. And let me find a song by him for y'all. I have several on here. <laughs> oh, okay. It's hard to choose. I think I have a ballad, but I can't find it. Um, it's one of my favorites. I think it's called Your Mind. Oh, here it is. I found it. Okay, this is one of my favorites by Beautiful Ballad. Enjoy. But 
most of them are pretty silly answers and silly stuff. Really, really fun. Okay, I'm going to play another song, and I'll be back. Let me do a little promo on social media and remind everyone how they can call in and all that good stuff, especially since my switchboard phone number is not the same. I miss my old switchboard phone number. Don't you hate that? It's, oh, I gave up my old cell phone number for, like, forever ago now, but I had it so long. The only thing I really haven't given up is everyone laughs because I have AOL, and I still have my original email address. I don't use it much because I added another one, another email, but I still have it. Oh my gosh, like literally when email pretty much first came out. Isn't that funny? It's kind of cool. Well, um, yeah. So, let me go back here for a minute and find another song. Actually, you know what? I'll do the compilation. I know I did it last weekend too, but, this, you know, not everyone heard it last time. And it's especially since we are doing catch-up. So, why don't we take a look back and you'll get kind of a feel of what the show's about. Here's some snippets of different interviews along with music in between. Um, so here we go. Hope you enjoy this collage here. Going on to coffee in Texas. I'm going to give it one more chance, actually. I'm on my way to lunch, and I'm going to give it one more chance, but I can't wait to get back <laughs> to fresh beans in California. Oh, see, Starbucks is my favorite here. So I was like, no, I host Coffee Talk with Shell, and he doesn't like the coffee here in Dallas. It's I mean, terrible. You know what, though? No, I haven't had Starbucks here. I've had That's the problem. From, I just want yeah, chocolate but, I mean, mocha. You've got to get, get it. Some good coffee besides Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, I make really good coffee, so hey. South Carolina is home, but Dallas is home too. I have, I just, I consider I have two homes, you know. And one, I mean, there's more family. There's a different kind of family. We each have two families, you know. I have family here and I have family there, but it's two different kinds of families. Like, this is like the monster family. <laughs> <laughs> home is like Dallas. the Beverly Hillbilly family. My name is Ross from Los Angeles, California. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. This is Ross Matthews. <laughs> it is. Oh, How are God. you? I'm shaking. I love you. Oh, yes. you're so cute. We all dream, but nobody listens. But if you love it and you embrace it and you just, you know, you're fearless, then, you know, it's a great thing. And in our dreams, we rule the world. And that inspired me to write Midnight Cabaret. We all have the money, have the money. There was a lot of attention, but then it kind of cooled down. And we all drive the nicest cars. Like motto in life is just to have fun and just, um, you know, enjoy life. And And it took so long to realize that something was missing. like for this book to be a movie. That's my next big dream. That's Is there everything that you would hope would make you feel so good? You know, I was really excited and, you know, a, a little bit nervous as far as, like, the crowd and stuff, but um, it was it was awesome, and I, and I had a ball performing and um, just, you know, meeting new people and meeting football players. It was, it, was a, it was a dream come true. 
everything that you would hope would make you feel so good. And uh, I found that, uh, you know, telling Sean's story is not only helping me heal, but it also helps me spread the word that this stuff, the things that's happened with Sean, uh, which is happening every day in this country, should never, ever have to happen again. Good, good. I I say to her, you, you are so beautiful. You are that child that just went, that you're that person that just went through so much, but it's okay. So these are the new stories of our time, which is sort of my my hope for the future. Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life. Who's calling in from where? Hello, this is Ross from Los Angeles. Hi, Ross, how are you doing? This is really Ross. No one can call in and pretend to be me because this this voice is an instrument (laughs) and a gift. Oh, hello, Leah. How are you? Good. 
you know, Rudolph is sitting right next to me. He said hi, you know. Tell him I said hi. I love seashells and coffee, hence my talk show named Coffee Talk with Shell. In 2009, it's been a huge journey, blessing in my life. I've interviewed many celebrities, uh, some via phone, some in person. Uh, Super Bowl came here in 2010, and that was probably one of my biggest pivotal moments in my talk show uh, journey. Life-size corn maze, and you have to find your way out. Quick way I can make a gingerbread cookie. (laughs) Yeah, um... You can go out and buy the, the store-bought gingerbread mixes and just um, <laughs> it just, it just, <laughs> just mix that together and, and bake it in the oven. Well, you told me. Buy <laughs> 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 a gingerbread mix, Joe. It's easy as that. Some pre- pretty silly stuff there, huh? It's always fun to listen back here and there sometimes. <laughs> lots of Lots of great guests. I'm just always intrigued. It's pretty cool because I, like, do research before interviews. You know, a guest, for example, to kind of give you a little insight. Um, What happened was, uh, I kind of mentioned this a little bit uh, last time, but basically uh, both my adopted parents died uh, six months apart in 2008, and I've always adored Ross Matthews. I just love him so much. (laughs) He's he's so talented, very diverse, and he's just so positive. Like, I think celebrity positivity, like, always think of him, and I just love him. And I had heard um, back then, um, that year, I'd heard him on Blog Talk Radio, like, doing his own podcast. And um, I was inspired by him. I just decided, you know, I need one thing, just one thing to look forward to, something I feel, you know, when when death happens, when you, you, know, you, everyone knows we've all lost loved ones, you just feel like everything's out of your control going and you feel at a standstill and you don't feel in control and it's sad and lonely feeling, you know, all that mixed emotions. And I just felt like I needed to take control and do at least one thing, just one thing that would help me feel better. Just one thing to look forward to each week. And inspired by Ross, I decided, and he knows the story, um, I decided to create a talk show, you know, internet talk show, podcast, whatever you want to call it. And I had no idea what that journey would lead me to. It's been amazing. Um, I know it's kind of ironic, like I was saying last week to, to Jumanji, my friend, that the irony is that I created the talk show because both my parents died and I, you know, I was sad and wanted to do something to, you know, look forward to, be happy again. And the irony behind that is that it was amazing from 2009 to 2014. But when my uh, biological father died in 2014 from lung cancer, the same day my birth mom got diagnosed with her second type of cancer. And I just, I just, I don't know. I wasn't feeling it anymore for a while. Like I wasn't sadly, I mean, I'm being pretty vulnerable here, but I, I gave up a, a lot of stuff. Like, well, I don't say gave up, but I, I guess I quit. I went on hiatus. I gave myself a, a lot of morning time, I guess. I don't, I don't know how to word it right. Um, so it's kind of sad. Cause I had a lot going on then, you know, and I just, 
I would keep busy and I just couldn't. I just couldn't. I tried. I couldn't muster through a show because I felt like I was going to like break down and cry. And so I just took a break. It was just, you know how like, I think it was because I've had a lot of double whammies and I'd already lost both my adoptive parents. So then when my birth dad died and my birth mom got sick, luckily, knock on wood, she's doing okay now, but um, prayer's always up. (laughs) But, you know, I just, I was just like, this is too much to handle, God. I can't, I can't do it. So I quit. I quit the talk show. I quit stand-up comedy. Um, It's been three years. And I'm just just last week, literally, it was my first episode back. Well, I've done two. I made two rare exceptions. Two friends asked me to do interviews that I made rare exceptions. I was asked a lot. I'm, I'm asked a lot for interviews. And I ask people too, but don't get me wrong. But I'm asked a lot. You know, people ask to be on the show too, and uh, which I love. And don't get me wrong, I think it's awesome. But I just, I don't know. I, I I'm, t- I think I'm sharing this because I know I'm not alone on this. I think you know because we've all lost loved ones. We've all gone through things, and. I've I've been on both ends because like when my um, kind of backtrack here, but when my dad died first, March 17th, um, we were living in an apartment and then we moved to the house June and there was a sign about grief recovery and I've never even heard of that. So I went through the class to cope with my dad's death and two weeks after my class ended, my mother died. But before she died, uh, the last day of class, I was asked if I would they choose like one person in the class or something. They chose me to ask me if they thought I'd be a good fit as a teacher, like a volunteer teacher. And ironically, I had already been thinking about it, like, oh, you know, they helped me so much. I want to give back and this might be good for me. And so um, I still I still did it. I stuck through it. And um, when my mom was dying, like I had the, the chaplain come and pray about that. And of course for her and everything at the hospital. And I decided from what he said was kind of like the turning point where he said, you know, sometimes just being there, uh, your presence itself can help someone knowing your story, knowing you're there for them can, can help someone. And I was like, yo, I hadn't thought of it that way. So I kind of eased my way, like started like, you know, a helper and then assistant teacher and then lead teacher. And I taught the classes few years and then I just I haven't gone back so I was doing a lot of volunteer teaching grief recovery classes I was hosting this talk show I was uh, for a bit doing stand-up comedy I took a stand-up comedy class graduated performed at improv was going to open mic night so I feel like I'm trying to kind of ease my way back I work from home so that kind of helps me you know on the down low or whatever you want to say like I, I focus hard at work when I work and I'm very thankful I have a dog amazing dog that I call my best coworker. that um he ironically he um got him like 13 days my dad died March 17th and I got my dog on March 30th yeah he was like three months old because he was born New Year's Day but anyway but little did we know at the time that we got my dog my only my dad had died and I'd always wanted a dog because I had dogs growing up his name's Prescott, by the way, and he's nine years old now. Love him to death. Love, love you, Prescott. Mwah. Mommy loves you. And um, I had no idea how much my dog would be there for me. I mean, not that my family wasn't there, there for me, too, but y'all know what I mean. You know anyone that's an animal lover or has an animal, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's it's different. Just a different aspect. And uh, no no disrespect to humans whatsoever, of course. But you know what I mean. Just I'm an animal lover, too. And so um, I, I lost, I really 
technically ended up losing six family members six months while I had two broken arms and that whole thing. So I always say like 2008 was like a tumultuous time in my life, tumultuous year, mostly because I lost both my adoptive parents. And uh, anyway, uh, where was I going with this? <laughs> I had a point. Don't you hate that? Oh, I hate that. I do that all the time. I'm, I feel like Ellen and her monologues or whatever, or, or her stand-up where she kind of gets off on a tangent. <laughs> but she does it on purpose. Like her stand-ups are playing. Mine just, I'm just spontaneous. Oh, I know. So I was just talking about like, I was doing a lot and then I just kind of stopped, stopped the talk show, stopped stand-up comedy, stopped um, volunteer teaching grief recovery. So I'm still easing my way back. I mean, this is just my second episode pretty much trying to get back to routine and, and get myself back and doing more. So um, I've still been working, luckily, and I'm still crocheting some. So that's good. Um, what else? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Just just thinking about stuff and sharing with y'all. Um, but anyway, I'm going to play another song. We still got... Oh, 45, 15 minutes to go, almost an hour to go. That's good. 54 minutes, according to my thing. I think because I, I think I start a few minutes after. Because normally I pre-schedule uh, and then call in, and it let me do it live. So I think I start like five minutes after or something. 54 minutes. Yeah, so we get to go a few minutes after 10. Nice, nice. Okay, cool. So uh, if you want to call in, as a reminder, the switchboard number that I keep having to look up every time because it's not right in front of me. <laughs> So crazy. It is um come on now. Where's that phone number? Oh no, now I can't even see it. Are you kidding me? Oh here it is. Okay. If you want to call in and say hi, if you've been a past guest, I'd love to hear you call in, share updates on your life, what's going on with you. And or if you're a loyal listener, I'd love to hear your updates too. Or if you're a new listener, or if you just want to call and say hi, or you want to share your thoughts. I mean it's really anything and everything. Keep it family friendly, though. Clean, okay? <laughs> like clean comedy, I do. Um, let's keep the show clean too, please. Thank you. But yeah, no. If you want to call in and share, like participate, open mic night, do poetry, music, comedy, what have you, or you just want to say hi or share thoughts, you know, who I should get to call in or to try to call him is a uh, new bill. I call him New Billion, my comedian friend. Y'all love him. Uh, he's actually a past guest. I have interviewed him a while back. He's awesome. So shout out to New Billion. I was just thinking about you. Um, let's see if I can get him calling. He might. I think he's working though. I think he works, he works at a hospital. I think he works nights. Uh, anyway, the switchboard phone number is three two three six four two one five five six. Again, that switchboard phone number is three two three six four two one five five six. And in the meantime, let me find a song, and we'll talk about some more interest with the news and pop culture, all that good stuff. Right now, I'm just trying to figure out a song to play for y'all. <laughs> oh, my goodness. How about... Hmm. I am so indecisive. Hmm. You know what? I want to play a song by Michael Franti and Spearhead. Check out michaelfranti.com. They're my favorite band. And they are coming to Dallas, my hometown area, August 23rd. I can't wait. I introduced and met the band um, 2010, seven years ago, and they haven't been to the Dallas area in like a few years. My last concert I went to was, was in Dallas. Ironically, at House of Blues, it was pretty cool. It's like we came full circle. It's like, oh, it's the same place where I introduced and met y'all the first time, and 
Anyway, I just adore the guys. They're awesome. And I really, really want to meet Michael Fronty's wife, Sara. Shout out to Sara. They're awesome. If you need, like, uplifting music, check out Michael Fronty's Spearhead. Trust me, you will love it. It'll, you'll be smiling and dancing in no time. They're awesome. And actually, the background story on that is kind of – I know I keep going back to that time period because we're kind of doing flashback, and it's back to when I first started this show pretty much. Um, I mentioned Ross Matthews, who inspired me. Well, Michael Fronty also – was a huge cause and effect helping me very much in my life. Thank you all so much um, for being there. But uh, I was really sad, and I was driving, I think I was driving home or something. I was in the car driving alone uh, one morning on the, on the radio. The song came on, and it says in the song, let's see if I can remember the lyrics. I haven't sung it in a while. It's like, say, hey, I'll be gone today. I'll be back around the way. And then part of the song, it goes, hey, mama, hey, papa, blah, blah, blah. Well, that's what I called my parents. My adult parents that died was Mama and Papa. And the song was just so fun and so uplifting. And it was the first time I smiled, felt happy. I, literally, I, I always say it, it's the first time I felt joy in life again after my parents died. And that's no joke. And um, and then what's really cool is that I didn't know who was singing it. You know, like the radio is not really good about announcing it. I don't have in my car like, uh, or at the time, now I do, but at the time I didn't have the name of the song or the artist, you know, on the radio screen. I didn't have all that. So I hear the song. I had no idea what's singing. I just hear it when it came on the radio. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that song. Well, then one day I was watching Home for the Holidays. You know, Wendy's, the food place, Wendy's, um, Dave Thomas, may he rest in peace, the founder of Wendy's, he was adopted. And so they have this group called like Dave Thomas for Adoption. Help kids get adopted and stuff. And so they have this tradition I watch every holiday season around Christmas time called Home for the Holidays. And they have um, not all adopted, but some artists are adopted. They have like popular singers on there performing and such. And so um, after that song came out, I think like, few months or so later maybe a year at most but i'm watching this show and this man's on there and he does not sing that song that's the funniest part he does not sing that song at all i don't think they play that well they might have mentioned they might have mentioned his hit song i can't remember if they did or not snippet of it i have to look back and see but he didn't perform it he performed a different song so this man is this man named michael bronte is on the show y'all and he's telling this story about how he was adopted, his adoptive father died, and, you know, he wanted, he prays for foster kids and to get homes and be adopted, all this stuff. And he plays this beautiful ballad. And the whole time I keep thinking, why does that guy's voice sound familiar? Kind of like a nice, deep, unique voice. And I was like, I know, I know this voice. And once I put it together, I was like, wait a minute, telling me the guy that sings the song that gave me joy in life again after my adoptive parents died is also adopted like me? So I was, I read his whole story. Like, I was up all night. I was like, oh, man, he had an appendix rupture. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know, he's been in this band for, like, 20 years. This was his first big, like, top 20 song on the radio. Like, it was just, I was just fascinated. I couldn't stop reading and learning about him. And so, um, so of course, I decided to see if he's coming to concert in my area. And he was, like, I think, oh, at the time, he was opening for John Mayer. And so we went, and I was so sad I didn't meet him. I didn't even, want to, I didn't even go for John Mayer. I went for Michael Fronty, but he was opening act. So while John Mayer was performing, I was, like, running laps literally at, like, American Airlines Center here in Dallas where the uh, Mavericks, the basketball players are, play games. 
and I had no luck. And ironically, normally he would come out, do this duet, uh, Waiting on the World to Change with my with John Mayer. But he didn't that particular concert. I was like, because I went back to the seat thinking, well, at least I'll get to see him one more time perform with John Mayer, right? No. I think he was sick or something, wasn't feeling well that night. So, um, but normally, I mean, normally that doesn't happen with him. He's usually, you know, really good about performing and all that. So anyway, so the, the opening act, he, he did great, but I didn't meet him, and I was so sad. I, my friends and I were just talking about this last night, actually, and I was determined to meet him. So I was like, I'm not giving up. So I thought outside the box, y'all. <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing to admit. And y'all don't copy me, okay? Promise, don't copy me. So I wrote letters to each venue along his tour, like the next tour. And so, um, <laughs> turns out he got all the letters. It's pretty cool. No, he was really cool. I wasn't sure, you know, how he'd react or not, but I was like, you know, I, I pretty much just shared my life with him. Like, hey, I'm also a United adoptee because he's not just adopted. He's also reunited with his biological family, you know, his birth parents. And we just have a lot in common with I've discovered. Like, his adoptive parents and my adoptive parents, all four of them were high school teachers, Um my birth parents and his birth parents were like, you know, going through serious illness all at the same time for a while. Like, you know, just, just stuff like that. Just crazy how much we have in common. And, um, I wish I could sing. I can't sing like him, (laughs) but anyway. And so, um, what was really cool is they turned, it turned out they did this like fan contest for each city just for like this one tour. And what are the odds, right? After I write all these letters and this one tour, they're coming to Dallas and we already have the tickets to go and all this. And they do this this contest they announce like later in the tour or whatever, the rest of the tour. They're like, okay, for the rest of this tour, we decided to do a fan contest. And so per um, per city, you know, per, per concert, uh, one person will win and get to introduce the band. Oh, man. I prayed and prayed to win that contest for the Dallas concert. And I did. And it turned out when I met the band and was all talking to them after, it turned out they all knew who I was because I also not just sent the letters, <laughs> but I made a few like video messages like, hi, what's up? I would do like silly dancing videos and serious dancing videos and nice video messages for him and the bandmates. And it turned out they all knew who I was and they're like, oh, we were hoping you'd win. And all that was like so cool. So cool. But the funniest part about that night um, that I love was I did a special introduction. I didn't just say, well, you know, welcome to the stage, Michael Marty Spearhead. I kind of shared the background story about my parents and the, like I was just telling you, I know how his music helped me. And um, so the lights go dim and I'm waiting for someone to like come with a flashlight, but that, I don't, I don't remember that happening. So it was so dark, <laughs> so dark. I'm not used to being on stage like dark, which I really should because I want to be a comedian. But anyway, uh, another story, another day. And so all I remember was like, the music started like, well, at least the drums, the drummer started, Monus, the drummer, was like doing the drums to, you know, get the audience all ready and riled up while, you know, they're prepping for him to come out and start singing. And so I don't expect this because I'm thinking, oh, okay, I'm going backstage. I'll meet him after. And all of a sudden I feel this like tall man and a guitar between us and it's totally dark. I can't see him. I can only feel him and hear him. And he says, thank you so much. I love you. Thank you so much. And I'm like, uh, did I just meet Michael Franti? 
did he just say I love you? Thank you. <laughs> he liked the introduction so much. But anyway, then stayed in touch since, and that's just so awesome. So I'm really excited. So Michael Franti, I'll call him Mr. Franti. Now I'll call his wife Star since they got married, Mrs. Franti. So I cannot wait, Mr. Franti, to see y'all August 23rd. Tell everyone hello. And please, please bring Star. I really want to meet your wife finally. She's so sweet. I've written to her on Twitter, so she's so awesome. Okay, so I've been talking a while. It's time to take a break. And on that note, let me play Michael Franti's Spearhead song. All right. Let me see if I can find the song I'm talking about. I bet you'll recognize it. See if it's on here. I don't know if I have it. Yes, I do. Perfect. Okay, here's Say Hey, I Love You by Michael Fontaine's Spearhead. And again, if you listen to lyrics, you'll hear him say Mama and Papa that, that I called my parents. May they rest in peace.
Man, I love that song. Mm, that just puts me in such a good mood every time. I still find myself smiling and dancing every time. Love that song. I made a dance video actually to it. He's really interactive in his uh, concerts. If you ever go or check it out, you'll see. Again, go to michaelfranti.com and and you'll see he's on tour currently. And um, he's really good about that. He, I think he started the trend, honestly, because if y'all remember, the artist used to be like, no cell phones and all that at concerts, right? And then you notice this, like, pattern where all of a sudden they're, a lot of them are, like, really cool about everyone's got their cell phones out now and all the artists, artists go in the crowd now. I think Michael Franti, honestly, is like a trendsetter with that because he was doing that before I saw any artist really do that. He was like, oh, I know everyone else doesn't want the cell phones, but I love it, you know, because, I mean, it's a win-win. You help promote the artist, you know, you get video footage, you know, souvenir <laughs> keepsake, you know, reminisce later. Um, but he is awesome about being interactive. Like, it's the most interactive concert still to this day I've ever been to because he'll pull people up on stage and dance. He goes through the crowd, talks to you, asks questions. Like it's so fun. It's just so fun. And I mean, I think the first time we had seats, second time, no, the first time, first time we had seats. And then it was like, why do we have seats? Because you end up just standing up dancing the whole time. You don't even want to sit because he's just that good. Uh, so, again, check him out. Give him a chance. If, if you've never heard of michaelfronti.com, and shout out again, Mr. Fronti. I hope you and Mrs. Fronti and all Spearhead crew are doing awesome. So, yeah. And I was so disappointed. I went to the water park today, Mr. Fronti, and normally I hear your music, and I was so sad they didn't play your music today. I was like, that's summer tradition. I mean, got to play Michael Fronti Spearhead for summertime. <laughs> I think that's the name of one of the songs, Summertime in Our Hands. A really beautiful music video, a new music video as a matter of fact, just came out recently, check it out too on YouTube, beautiful, beautiful video I'm going to play one more song and I'll be right back, I'll keep watching the switchboard in case any of y'all decide to call in and say hi, the number again is 323-642-1556 one more time, uh, 323 is the area code and 642-1556 again is the switchboard number alright I'll be right back. Let me play a different Michael Frontier Spearhead song. We're going to slow it down, but this is a tradition I try to, would like to try Excuse me, to keep um, in memory of those soldiers that used to listen to my talk show while they were serving in Afghanistan. And uh, many of them passed away, unfortunately, while serving, including their Captain Kevin. And so I'd like to play and dedicate this song. I used to play it like it's the last, of the, uh, last song of the show, end of the show each time. For them, and I still do. I, I dedicate it to all military and veterans and their loved ones. For those who have passed on, can't ever say thank you enough, as well as those continue that have served um, as veterans and that currently serve as military and all their loved ones too. That because each of you make so many sacrifices for all of us, so thank you. And I, I always would dedicate this particular song for y'all because it's called "Time to Go Home" by Michael Franti and Spearhead. And that's my wish for each and every one of you to get home safe and sound. And a special dedication for my friend Louise that passed away, that succumbed to PTSD back in December. And, and to Brian, too, um, after 23 years finally finding him, not knowing if he was even alive, you know, had, had served full-time overseas as well. And, uh, okay, I'm not going to cry. <laughs> I get all emotional because it's just a lot take in thinking about a lot of stuff as you can imagine so I just I can't I can't even fathom what they went through so again here is Time to Go Home by Michael Franti and Spearhead this is for each of y'all 
And that was Time to Go Home by Michael Franti and Spearhead. Beautiful song. Again, a dedication to the military and veterans and all their loved ones. So there's about mm, 29 minutes to go, about half an hour to go. If you want to call in, let me just remind you the phone number again is 323 area code 642-1556. If you want to call in, discuss current events, news stories, and or participate open mic night, do like poetry, music, um, comedy, all that good stuff and more. <laughs> we just want to say hi. Or if you've been a guest or a loyal listener um, from the past, call and share update. That'd be awesome, too. Um, what else? What else? Oh, let me just read it one more time. 323-642-1556. Switchboard number. And you can also find me on Twitter at Coffee Talk WC is my Twitter handle. Coffee Talk WC is again my Twitter name. If you want to message me over there, because I know a lot of people are shy. And hmm, I guess that's it. I don't think people realize I'm back on air still. <laughs> okay. Good, good chat. I'm talking to myself. This is getting really amusing now. Let's try to call Jumanji again. Maybe he'll give in and answer this time because I'm nervous. All right. <laughs> One more try. <laughs> He's going to kill me later. I don't care. You have reached Jabari Russell. I am not able to come to the phone right now. If you would need a name, a number, and a short, brief message, I will get back. I'll hang up. I don't even know if that message earlier went through. That's so bad. You know, when it says, like, one, to make the message go through, or two, to redo. I don't know. I just hung up, so I have no idea if he even will get the message earlier. I don't feel like texting. I guess I could text, but I don't feel like it. My text is just going to be a texting back and forth. Why do you want me to call in, Shell? You can do it. You can do it on your own. <laughs> I hope the last time. <laughs> I gave him a hard time, so I know I know he's going to give me a hard time back now. It's pretty funny. Oh, that reminds me. Do y'all remember, well, older people like me, do y'all remember the drink Zima? It's kind of like a clear beer. It tastes like a malt to me. It was my favorite alcohol drink ever. Like, I don't drink much, but in college, you know, when I was younger, I'd drink, you know, parties and stuff I drink. And, um, okay, so Zima was around from, like, 1994 to 2008. I don't even know why. I have to look this up. I don't know why they discontinued it. I don't know what happened. Well, so here we had July 4th weekend pass, and I don't even remember what brought it up, but something, I was on Facebook, and something made me think of, like, alcohol and Zima. Maybe that's why, because it was July 4th. I don't know. I didn't drink. I just mostly drink soda and coffee and water or whatever, but not I just really hardly, I drink maybe one or two alcoholic drinks at most per year. So anyway, so I don't know if y'all remember Zima, Z-I-M-A, look it up. Delicious, yummy, yummy, best alcohol drink I ever had. Like, I preferred it over wine coolers. Most girls, my girlfriends from college stuff would always drink wine coolers, but that was like my favorite drink was Zima. It's just unique and just tasted so good. Anyway, well, I had a nice surprise. I don't know. Those who remember Zima might know what I'm talking about. Those may or may not have heard this because I didn't even hear. I don't know how I missed this announcement. I never saw a commercial or ad or anything about it. Uh, luckily, my cousin told me. So, so the other day it was um, July 4th was last week. Well, technically July 4th was Tuesday. 
And then I think it was Thursday. It was Thursday. My cousin, thank you, cousin Shelly, she tells me that Zima had a little, like, temporary comeback. Like, they, I don't know exactly what day they released it, like, on Friday, or but for July 4th, basically, for the holiday weekend or whatever, they, they put Zima back in all these stores. Uh, they called it, like, limited edition. They labeled the cases and stuff. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, what are the odds I would bring up Zima? And then it turned out, you know, because I was like, I miss Zima. I wish they still made it. And then what are the odds? My cousin would be like, well, actually, they just had this temporary comeback. You know, it's limited edition. Oh, I was in heaven. And so I, <laughs> after I got off work, I went to Walmart, closest, like, big store because they sell alcoholic. I'm not in, um, what's the term? We're a wet town. We're not dry. <laughs> and it's funny because where I used to live, well, I lived here like a decade, but where I used to live was a dry town, but here it's not. And it's funny to me because I hardly drink alcohol, so it's still weird to me. But anyway, so I didn't even know what to do. Like, I was like, first of all, I don't even know where to look for it. So I went to Walmart. I just went where the alcohol was. I had no idea what section it would be. I didn't know if it was like a wine cooler or beer. I had no idea. I just I found out they had two two cases left, and I got one case and brought it home. But when it, but it was funny, I didn't even know. I was like, I guess I put this in the trunk of my car. I almost forgot, you know, it had been so long since I drank, especially like driving with alcohol. I was like, oh. So anyway, so I, I think I did it properly. So I put it in the trunk and not like I would drink and drive. Never, ever do that. Um, but anyway, don't do that, kids, or anyone for that matter. Not worth it. I always say like a text, a phone call, a drink can wait. It's not worth your whole life. So don't text and drive don't talk and drive unless maybe if you're on speakerphone but even that for me i don't like to do much and definitely don't drink and drive as a matter of fact a lot of states including ours september 1st texas is a big deal september 1st you can no longer text and drive and i can't remember if you can talk on the phone or not school zones are already kind of enforcing it here but um during school zone time but uh, around schools but i know definitely can't text and drive starting september 1st in texas okay Oh, which, oh, here's the irony. I forgot to tell you the funny part. So here I am. I get this Zima, pack of Zima in the trunk of my car, and I'm driving through the parking lot trying to leave. And um, I got in a text, and I told you, I don't, I don't text and drive. I don't, I just don't do that. So, like, I had a little noise notification on my phone. And so I, <laughs> so I pull over, and I guess technically I was parked like diagonal across a couple of parking lots spots but keep in mind there was like half an empty parking lot I went kind of like a slow time that night anyway and so I stopped because I needed to like reply back because it was like a question like an answer and you'd be done right away whatever a little time thing like anyway okay and so I stop because I'm not going to drive and text right so I park and this security guard on a golf cart comes up and makes me leave I was like really I'm trying to be safe here so of course I put the phone up and then got home and then and then did it so I, I just thought that was so ironic I felt like it was in one of those like lampoon movie moments you know <laughs> like what are the odds like I'm trying to do the right thing and not text and drive and then the security guard on a golf cart makes me leave <laughs> oh my goodness but anyway luckily I don't didn't live too far and just went home and Anyway, again, it's not worth your <laughs> – don't text and drive, don't drink and drive, don't talk and drive. Just focus on driving. Just be safe, bottom line. <laughs> um, yeah, forgot where I was going. Um, about, let's see, 22 minutes left to go if you want to call and say hello. Phone number again, 
323-642-1556. Call and say hi or share your thoughts on current events or participate open mic. I don't know. Whatever you want to do, just call in. (laughs) The phone number again. I mean, well, I guess I'll go ahead and read the phone number one more time. Why not? Maybe someone will call if I keep reading the phone number. Maybe I should just keep reading the phone number until I actually get a phone call. No, I don't want to do that. One more time. 323-642-1556. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to lose my voice. Okay. I need it for my job. Um, Let's play another song so I don't lose my voice. And that will be... A song I haven't played yet, so I'm trying to narrow it down. Um, oh, I love this song. This, these are I'm gonna dedicate this because this is the theme song to a movie called Midnight Cabaret by Donna Clark, my friend, and Brandon Hilton is the main actor in it, and also Alexis Kelly, uh, may he rest, also known as Michael, another main actor. He passed away unexpectedly not long ago, and uh, it's a beautiful movie. And definitely, definitely a great way for Michael to have left his legacy through this movie. I definitely want to dedicate this in memory of Michael, also known as Lexus Kelly, and to all my friends in South Carolina, including Brandon Hilton, I call Beautifully Handsome, and Jonathan, I call Sunshine, and Thomas, I call Thomas Morris, I call Too Much. I, I give them all nicknames. And Donna, the director, and her mom is Gloria, and Donna's sister, Glenda. Glenda's getting married to Christian. So I just want to say hi to all of you. I miss y'all so much. Like, I had the best time a few summers ago when I got to visit y'all in South Carolina. That was, like, one of the best fun times ever. Um, so, again, this this is a theme song called Heart Goodbye. I believe it was written by Jonathan Hobner. And then this is Brandon Hilton singing it. Enjoy. And check out Midnight Cabaret. You can find the movie. I think it's still on Amazon.com. Just just Google Midnight Cabaret by Donna Clark. And join their Facebook group, too. They're really cool people. Can you? 
Wow, that's a very emotional song. Beautiful. Again, I hope you, that that. that mm. <sighs> Again, that's Heart Goodbye, the theme song to Midnight Cabaret. Check out Midnight Cabaret by Donna Clark. Just Google it, find it, or um, look it up on Facebook. Beautiful movie. So there's uh, 15 minutes to go. Kind of wind down, play some music as we wrap up. But I'll keep watching the switchboard in case any of you last-minute people call in. I know that used to happen all the time. At least I'm not getting prank calls or knock on wood. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so... Um, trying to find a song. How about... Let's play another song by Bean. How about... Hmm... A lot, of, a lot of good songs. How about Wherever You Are? That sounds really nice and pretty. There's Wherever You Are by Bean. Enjoy.
was really beautiful. I hadn't listened to that particular song uh, by Bean in a while. I really like it. So, again, that was called Wherever You Are by Bean. Check out beanmusic.com or find Noel Bean, N-O-E-L-L-E, uh, and then B-E-A-N, Noel Bean, um, on Facebook. She's awesome. I saw her, the, yeah, just last year she was on America's Got Talent, actually. She she didn't make it through, but they put her, like, on the first, you know, live audition show assignment, and they'll and then they showed her again like a couple more times. I was so proud of her. But um, I don't have this particular song, but look up one of my favorite songs because uh, she never gives up. It's called Roller Coaster, like up, down, up, down. It's a really good uh, song about ups and downs and stuff, which reminds me there's another song here I do have by her called Upside Down. So for funsies, let's check it out. And I'll keep watching the switchboard. There's like 10 minutes left. So, again, if you want to call in, the phone number is 323-642-1556. Look up into the sky, see the pretty little lights, ooh, and ooh. We could take a rocket to the moon, all this plenty of room for two, and ooh. If you ride on a shooting star across the Milky Way, mm-hmm. no worries, okay, I'm stuck in outer space, hey, hey, let's get
Another adorable song. I just love Bean. She's just like a ray of sunshine. I love Bean. <laughs> um, and that reminds me, she has a song called Sunshine that I think would be a good one to kind of wind down because we have six minutes left. So um, here it is. It's, it's bittersweet. Definitely check out the music video. She has a beautiful like motivational message. She says at the beginning of the video, like a, a life lesson that her dad taught her. Unfortunately, her father passed away from um, overdose, drug overdose. And she was rather young. I can't remember her exact age, but she was rather young. I want to say like 13, 14, really young. Um, and as a matter of fact, July 4th just happened. I think he died July 4th. Well, the lyrics, if you listen to the song, you'll kind of understand and hear the story. But I I told her, and I still feel like this in my heart of hearts. I wish her and the Blue October guy, Justin Furstenfeld, I wish they would do a duet. And I wish each of them would, like, go perform at um, – and I don't know if either have done this since or not. This idea I had thought of, um, like, at rehab centers and stuff, I think that would be amazing because I know they each, you know, inspire others. Uh, but here is Sunshine by Bean, and, again, it's a very sentimental and, and very important message and sentimental song. I hope you enjoy and learn from it, too, because I know, I know I was touched and many others as well. Seven years since you've been gone Remorseful little voices saying What's done is done Midnight shines and I fight Back the tears of our bitter goodbye I know things went wrong One final choice led me down a road I don't belong, darling
again, that was Bean song, uh, Sunshine, beautiful song in memory of her father, beautiful tribute. Um, there's only a couple of minutes left, so I just want to wind down, wrap it up. And if you are tuning in now live listening or if you're downloading, listening to this later on iTunes or, you know, on Blog Talk Radio, it's a podcast, what have you, thank you. <laughs> thank you for bearing with me talking to myself and hope that you'll start calling in saying hello i miss all you guys i know some of the few past guests have messaged me tonight so shout out to each of you thank you all so much i miss all of you i'm just trying to get back in the rhythm of things so thank you all for being there even after a three-year hiatus and all that and um yeah so i just want to wish each of you a wonderful week ahead and I uh, hope you'll keep tuning in to Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life on Sunday nights, 8 p.m. Central Time. And, oh, and if you want to submit your uh, topic suggestions or guest requests, like if you you know, you know or someone you know, um, like you yourself want to be interviewed and want to you know, submit your own idea for yourself as a guest or for topic suggestions or you want to nominate, like uh, nominate, but like suggest someone else you would love to see interviewed um yeah send it my way best way to do it really is through twitter uh coffee talk wc is my twitter name c-o-f-f-e-e-t-a-l-k-w-c is my twitter name or you can find the coffee talk with shell facebook group just remember my name shell is spelled t-h-e-l-l-e so it's not spelled like a seashell even though it sounds like a seashell ha 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 anyway again wishing each of you a wonderful week ahead this is shell signing off and talk to you soon <laughs>